I'll go get it. Hello, and welcome to our podcast, Digging Deep. I'm Roberta Walker. And I'm Michael Glassman. We're two landscape designers that have been in the field for well over 25 years. We've been in the landscape so long that we've become decrepit. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, maybe it's me. <laughs> but um, we're going to tell you all about um, what we've been doing for years. And take it away, Michael. How? What are we going to tell them about? We're going to talk about safety and preparing, um, designing your yard for so that it's safe and um, environmentally sound, but especially safe. And as we get older, which unfortunately we are doing, um, it's more evident that um, navigating your yard, navigating your house, navigating your environment is very important, especially if you're a designer and you're trying to help people improve their environment rather than um, take it apart. (laughs) Right. Well, you know, the reason that we're, I'll just fill you in, the reason why that we're speaking about this today is that I was walking with clients the other day on a perfectly flat surface road. It was all black asphalt. And what I didn't see was a little black divot in the road. And my um, ankle turned and I ended up breaking my fibula. So I am now in a cast. And um, this brings up something really important because as I was saying to friends, You don't know how difficult it is if you're handicapped in any way to get around. And we want to talk about how you can make your landscape easier to get around, how to garden easier. So we're going to we're going to talk about all of that railings, all of that. In fact, one of the things and it's kind of one of my pet peeves um, in and and this is all over the country, Um, you see um, houses being built with raised foundations, which means the finished floor elevation of the house is um, up off the ground. It's not, you don't just open the door and go directly out. They're usually, because the foundation is, is raised, you then are above the ground. So a lot of times you open up the door and the first thing you you encounter are steps and you wind up going down a flight of steps, whether it be two, three, four, um, and it's one of my pet peeves because what I try to tell people is anytime you have that situation, it is fraught with disaster because um, babies, little kids do not navigate steps well. Right. Older individuals, I will just I won't call them older. I will refer to us as as uh, mature adults. <laughs> well, that doesn't always <laughs> maturity doesn't always come with age. But anyway, um, that's true. Um, But older people um, don't navigate steps as well. And the biggest thing is when you have to navigate steps, go up and down things, especially if you're doing an entertaining area, um, people tend to like to drink. And those of us that have had a little too much to drink, navigating steps, we wind up falling down the steps or spilling things and everything. So I'm always one of the proponents to talk about raised patios, raised decks, raised terraces, so that you don't have to maneuver a lot of steps. Right, well, there's a double thing here. First first off, so many people have bought homes that already have steps, right? right. So, um, so railings, railings can be very attractive. You know, they don't, you know, they don't have to be funky looking. They could look, you know, quite nice. They could be wrought iron and, um, also, um, if you are getting rid of, you know, knocking out your old steps, putting in new steps, absolutely add lighting to the steps. Right. And my big thing, as I started to say, was if you can get away with 
um, where you're going to do most of your entertaining, not having steps, but having a raised foundation where everyone can open the door and come directly out, um, you will find that you will pick up more space, especially if you're in a small yard and you're you're eating up a lot of those areas with the steps. Then you 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 should at least when you open a door have at least a three foot wide landing, three right. foot of level before you start down steps. Well, if you're in a very narrow yard and you're already losing three feet um, because of the landing and then you have to add steps in there, a lot of your entertainment space is going to be smooshed into a little area. But if you can open the door and come out onto a very large terrace or patio where you only go down the steps if you have to go out go out of the yard or anything or go to another section of the yard, you're maximizing your space. You are. But let me tell you, because these, I mean, we're going to talk about all the pros and cons of all of this. It's really wonderful to have a level patio when you're walking out the door. But what you need to look at before you think about this, there are vents under the, that vent the, under the house, right? right? And so you have to be careful because you can't close them up. You can close maybe one or two if you have other vents, but it's really important that you have air circulation. Another thing is, Check where your water main is and other utilities because you don't want to close that off either. So, right. um, so having a level patio is optimum. However, if you're going to bring it up to level, that means it's going to cost more because you need to fill that space, right? You, you know, either yeah, you can or let me just the other solution. There's two good solutions we've done. Number one is if you put a deck on top of the the area and it's applicable. Perfect. Yeah, perfect. Decks have have between the boards have spaces so you still get the airflow and you don't have to fill the other area. Exactly. And the other option is if you said, no, nah, I don't want a deck, but I would like a raised patio. You can put like a little frame around those vents and bring bring those all the way up to the level of the patio and put a mesh on top of that so that the air still flows down there. But Roberta's right. You're going to have to spend a lot more money filling that area in with a road base or concrete or something like that so that um, you don't have this big gigantic void underneath the raised patio. Whereas a deck, what we usually tell people to do is landscape fabric, gravel, and a lot of drainage underneath there. So you, if you do get water there, you don't get standing water sitting under the deck and beginning to rot and smell and, and, um, and mildew. Right. Absolutely. So I think when everything is said and done, we're probably looking at the same price because um, the cost of wood and I'm I'm I usually guide people towards a, a non wood alternative Trex or timber tech. Right. Uh, right. In the same area. However, it's really wonderful. Um, I had one client who couldn't walk very well and I I brought the whole garden up onto the deck. So. Imagine we do a, a deck or a patio that's level, then you could build raised boxes all around the perimeter and you could grow your herbs and flowers. So, you know, really depending on how easy or difficult it is to get around the yard, consider bringing everything close. And then I, think it's a, I think that's a great idea. And one of the reasons that I get so, you know, fanatic or, or fanatic about this is I had a client um, and we almost get, came to when I say blows, I mean, we, we definitely had a disagreement <laughs> and I almost fired her because when we first started out, she told me that this is the first time she came out of her door with the steps. She broke her hip six months in a cast. The second time, about two years later, she broke her leg and she, 
she was a year in a cast in a wheelchair. So this is two times that she basically fell down a flight of steps. So my first comment was, we're getting rid of the steps. We're doing a raised patio for you so that you can come out of your doors and be able to use this yard rather than maneuvering steps. And she was trying to argue with me that she doesn't want the raised patio. She wants the steps. And I, I basically said to her, you know what? If, it, if the, and nothing had ever happened, maybe we can get away. But you've already told me you've broken a hip and a, and a leg, and it's put you in a cast in a wheelchair for almost a year and a half. I'm sorry. You can find someone else that is going to be, uh, design this yard with steps. Either you put in a raised patio and do like what Roberta was saying, bring it, bring some of the amenities up on the raised area, or I'm not interested in working with you because I don't want to hear that you then broke your neck. Yeah. And, and that's a reality. I know. I know. It's crazy. Well, let's let's talk about um, other aspects. So we talked about railings and steps. Ramps are wonderful. Ramps could be poured concrete. It could be um, it could be wood or non-wood. Also, they have um, metal ramps, but there right. are ways to to get you down into the yard. But let's say you love to garden and it's just too difficult to bend, which you don't even have to be handicapped. I find it difficult <laughs> to bend. And so consider raising your garden beds to a comfortable sitting height between 20, 22 inches and having your raised garden beds. It's so much easier. Your soil can be perfect. You got the weeds out of there and then you could, you know, switch your bed. So um, I think that's a great idea. And what you and you recently mentioned ramps. I mean, consider the fact that there are some of us have older you know, parents or relatives or grandparents that are in a walker or a wheelchair. Maneuvering up a flight of steps is really difficult. Number one, for a wheelchair, it's almost impossible. Someone's got to, you know, uh, uh, take you up and down the steps. Uh, and a walker, it's really difficult. But a ramp is great because you can maneuver a wheelchair on a ramp. You can maneuver a walker on a ramp. And so, again, we all have to start thinking about, even if you're not older, but if you've got relatives or people that visit you that are incapacitated, whether, as I said, a wheelchair or a ramp or a walker, you have to think of that. And and Roberta's idea of race planners, those are wonderful. I love those. Besides the fact, yeah, they're great. You can sit along the a area. Plus, it also gives you a change in elevation so everything isn't so flat. Right. It's, it's, it's really great. I used to have a plot in a, a community garden and there were a few beds that were already raised like that. They're ADU. They were um, for handicapped. And um, boy, the people that had those just loved those and they always looked beautiful. So um, that's important. And um, something else that we covered before, but let's talk about it again. Let's talk about your pathway up to your home. Yes. Is it, is it stable? Now, some, now flagstone set in decomposed granite is not is not something stable for anybody handicapped in a walker or on crutches um, because you could catch the corner so easily. So if you're going to do flagstone, you want to have a concrete base and mortared in place. So and you want them to be. I'm interrupting you for a second. You want them to be a minimum, not a maximum, but a minimum of at least four to five feet wide. Because again, try to put a wheelchair on a 30 inch wide walkway it doesn't work and um try to put a walker on there when the when the walkway is too wide and if you've got if you have to have someone assist you you want it wide enough that they can comfortably wheel you walk or you can walk 
Or if it's just a, a person that needs a little assistance and you're walking and holding their arm, you want to be able to walk side by side. A three foot wide walkway is not big enough for two people to walk side by side. Right. And for an entry, uh, a larger walkway is nice. And um, now a lot of the mid-century modern homes and a lot of people are so interested in doing modern homes and they'll use pavers with three or six inches in between of grass and cobble. That's another very difficult path to have somebody navigate who's handicapped. So if you're going to have that or you have that, it's beautiful. Just make sure your driveway is wide enough and then you have something flat from the driveway to the house. You know, always think about how can if you have somebody in your family, obviously, but how can how can somebody that, that can't walk so well get to my front door easily? Exactly. And it's also I mean, there are a lot of times you look at magazines and books and you see the backyard or the the entertainment area in all different levels. You have an upper patio and then a couple steps down a lower area and then two or three steps down a low another area. And visually, I will tell you, they look really wonderful. But we go back to the whole idea. Are they functional? And sure, yeah, you can put a table and chairs. But when you're entertaining, think about it. When we have people over, we all like to sit together and talk to the people. You don't want to have the A group, the people that you like on one level, the people that you were forced to invite because, you know, of some political reason, you know, or for, or uh, because they're a friend of the friend and they're at the next level and the people you really don't like, but they got invited anyway, they're at the bottom. How do you integrate all the people together if you're entertaining, if everyone's at a different level, let alone pass food wine, beer, or anything. So it may look dramatic. It may be aesthetically pleasing. But if you're thinking of your yard in terms of entertainment, having all these different levels, and if that's going to be your major entertainment area, that doesn't make sense because people don't like to be separated by different le le levels trying to yell at someone or pass food or drink when you have to walk up and down a bunch of steps. And it, it just doesn't work. It's just for the space. It just doesn't work. I don't know if you remember the old Sunset magazines from the 70s and 80s and everything was wood and there were all these different levels. And it's just you're just asking for disaster to fall Absolutely. off. Absolutely. And that's what I said. I mean, the pictures looked great. I remember that that's exactly what goes through my mind is those photographs from Sunset of these beautiful wood decks with all the different levels. And, you know, they dressed them up and everything. And you looked at the pictures and went, oh, my God, that looks amazing. Until, again, you talk about how do you use that? You actually use that for entertaining. Right. It's yeah. I always make sure. And remember, keep make note of this. If you're going to have an entertain as a patio. You want that patio no less than, I'd say, 16 feet, in a I agree. feet wider, but don't go any shorter or narrower than that, because I'll tell you why. Most of your dining room tables, if it's round, it's a five foot, and if it's longer, it's six or seven feet. And the chairs, you need, you know, you don't want people to back the chairs up and then end up in the landscape. So right. And that's the whole thing. I can't, There are times when I'll go brand new home or they're building it, they have a loggia. What a loggia is, a loggia is a covered area that's attached to the house. So it, it makes it feel like an outdoor room. But, and they spent a fortune, a bloody fortune on these outdoor loggias and they're eight feet wide. And what makes it even worse is they've got three sliding doors leading out to it. So you look at them and they look dramatic, but you got, then you say to the people, 
How do you expect to use that? If a door is opening up and you're walking through the door, you certainly couldn't put furniture in front of the door because you open the door and walk right into a table. You can't put a couch in front of there. And if it's only eight feet wide, exactly what Roberta said, you've got a table and chairs, you move the table. And if it happens to be a raised patio or raised area, you're pulling the chair back and you're falling off this patio. Eight feet is way, it's a walkway. It's a covered walkway. It's, it's not an entertainment space. Possible. So these are designed, this is what we're here to talk about. We are landscape designers and we need to, we need to get this information to you because so many people see pictures and they say, oh, it's so beautiful. It's what we want. But you have to look at the entire picture. What are you using it for? What are you going to fit? Sometimes I'll have my clients, um, even before the concrete's poured, but the design is done, I'll have them draw it out, either with a rope, the hose, or uh, spray paint. And then I'll have them put their furniture in there and say, okay, before we pour, is there enough room? Do you feel like you need more? Now's the time. So right. it's so important. It's so important. And the truth is, in, in my and I've been doing this, I'll admit, 44 years, I have never, not once, ever heard someone tell me that they have too much patio space. No, it's always no. the reverse. No one's ever complained, oh, my God, I've got too much entertainment space. I have too much patio space. I, have you ever heard that someone tell you that? No, I haven't. The only thing I have gotten rid of um, is when people, when their kids are young and they pour um, half courts or basketball yeah. courts. Yes, that goes because that's not entertaining space. And it's just actually the more concrete you have without an overhang, the more heat you have, the more, you know, heat rating off radiating off of that. So and it's yeah. the same thing as like I was working on a new project and before I got there and, and as I got there, the, the client was saying, well, I'm putting in these bifold doors. He has this covered up um, upstairs off the master bedroom has this big is a deck. And it's got a great view. And then underneath it was this covered area. And he was thinking of taking out the window from the covered area and putting it into a door. Um, and the covered area is relatively narrow. Um, it's 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 about 12 feet wide, which is I would I would have liked it bigger, but it's not happening. And right. so he was going to put the door. And so I said to him, absolutely not. And he goes, well, why wouldn't you? And I said, OK, you're going to put the door. You're going to walk out there where that covered area is now going to be a, wa a covered walkway because you're never going to be able to put furniture because if the door opens the entire way and you and people are walking out, if you put a table, as I said before, you're going to walk into the table. You put couches there, you're going to walk into the couches. If you leave it a picture window so that you can see the view, but people aren't walking through, they can walk in on the sides and you can actually put furniture in the covered area that's already there. You don't have to build a covered area. And once he realized that and, you know, and like Roberta was saying, she has them lay it out. Well, I actually walked him into there and I said, all right imagine a door here now where are you going to put the furniture and at that point he realized absolutely you're absolutely right we right. can't put the door there yeah and you know right now um i am on crutches which are really uncomfortable but let me tell you navigating around furniture <laughs> navigating ha yeah, around path or through paths that um the foliage is grown into it it's really really difficult and I, you know, of course I think about that for my clients, but most of us take it for granted. You know, if you're ambulatory and there's no yeah. problem, yes. you don't think about that. But but if you have somebody in the family or if, some, if someone's had an accident, these are things you need to plan for. And for those of us that are klutzes like myself, 
who have a tendency when I talk to people, you know, everyone, everyone does something different. I, on the other hand, when I talk to people, I look at them. I have, maybe it's a good thing, maybe it's not a good thing, but I like to look at people that I'm talking to. I don't like to stare at their feet. I don't like to look at the ground. I like to look at their faces because I'm talking to them. Well, I will admit, there have been times that because I'm in the middle of a consultation or I'm talking to clients and I'm busy looking at them and I'm not looking where I go, where I'm going. And so I've either tumbled off the patio, tumbled down steps. My my all time ultimate thing that I did was I was in the middle of a consultation. I'm talking to people. I'm getting into it. And I walked right into the pool and in the <laughs> middle of my arms going and everything, I stepped, I stepped and I walked right into the pool and went straight down. I was, I was I, so embarrassed. I, I literally went straight down. It was like a seven foot pool. And let me tell you, I was shocked and I got, and I immediately, and it was cold, came out of there and everything. And I was so embarrassed because I had just walked right into their pool. Oh my God. No, I haven't done that. I've been very careful about not falling into the pool, especially when I have clients and their pool is drained and I have to measure, right. oh, that makes me crazy. Um, yeah. So I hadn't heard that story. That's really something. I mean, how do I you, thought you would appreciate? Yes, that that's my crowner, you know, and, and I get reminded once in a while by my by the people that work with me that that had seen it. And I did. And and in fact, my administrative assistant, Jody, always says, you know, she's always telling me there's a step there, there's a step there. Uh, watch out, watch out, because I'm one of those people, as I said, I kind of klutzy and I will walk off of a deck, I will walk into a wall, I'll hit a, I'll hit a, a, a post, or I'll walk into a pool. So I'm very aware, I will tell you, I, some of us aren't as aware, but I'm very aware of the fact that if there's going to be something to fall off of, I probably will do that. Yeah, yeah. And you know what, you might have, you might be someone who's not like that, but you might have friends that come over that are like that. And again, like Michael said, once you have dinner and the wine starts flowing and the drinks are happening, you just want to make sure no one's falling off a step, a ledge, or into the pool because it's dangerous. Right. And like Roberta was saying, if it's a raised area, I love the idea of a raised, a raised, um, you know, like planter. And one of the things you can also do is if you've got a raised planter on your raised patio or deck um, and you make the front of it a little wider, as she was saying, you can use it as a seat wall so people can sit in there. And the neat thing about that is if it's just a wall and you lean back, then you fly off the wall. Right. But if it's a planter and you lean back, you wind up falling into the plants and at least you won't kill yourself. Whereas if you lean back and fall off the wall, you can break your neck. Or the raised planter is raised above the bench level. So you're sitting on the bench and your back is the planter. And then you buy some beautiful pillows to go on that bench and it's lovely. And then you, you light right under the lip of the bench and you've got this. Yeah, I think that's a great idea. You've got this gorgeous patio. You could, you could cook out there, you know, your barbecues out there. You could have a, you know, your barbecue could be an island where there's a bar. If, if, if getting around is a problem, there are so many alternatives to, um, to navigate that. And that's again, that's what we're here for. We are designers and we're here to bring our experience to you and give you alternatives and possibilities, help you get excited so you don't think that, oh, this is my lot in life. I can't get around. So what use? Right. And that's the important thing. You have to think in terms of um, aesthetics is are, are important. If it's pretty, we, we, we're 
we're number 100% behind that. But function is the most important. And Roberta said it earlier. A lot of times we don't think about it until it happens to us. The minute it happens to us and you realize, God, I can't go out in the backyard anymore. I can't because I'm in a wheelchair right now or I'm in a cast and I'm in crutches and I can't maneuver up and down those steps or I can't get to my front door because it's so narrow that I can't maneuver it. At that point, it's sometimes almost too late because you're already dealing with the tragedy or dealing with the the adversity that you're you're facing. And it's very difficult to solve that problem when you're already in a cast, in a wheelchair, in a walker. So if you plan for these things well in advance, if something happens, you've already got it all taken care of. Yeah. You do, and it could be it could be designed in if you don't have it taken care of already. So we can help you. Yes. So this whole um, podcast was um, created around my faux pas accident that's got me in a cast for six weeks, but we're happy to bring it to you <laughs> because right. I do. And think you know what? You know, it's it's people laugh and say, "Oh my God, you you were." Cl-. It's so easy to do that. It's so easy to step off of a curb. It's so easy if there's a if there's a divot or a rut in the. It's the same thing. And one thing that we we you know we were talking about patios and walkways. But but landscape areas, if you have a lawn area or even if you have a a turf, you know, the turf or the lawn or even a planting area, if it's really uneven and you've got big holes in it or your animal digs holes in it or your turf area, even if you're using it for a play area and there's divots in there and it's not level, you can run across that and it's very easy to turn an ankle or break a leg. I mean, that's the easiest thing, especially if you're running in your kids. Um, so you've got to be, you've got to be really concerned. It's not only patios and walkways, but it's also landscape areas that you're going to be walking on, or you're going to be gardening in. You don't want big areas that are holes that you can fall into, or you can trip into. No, it should be graded. So, and you know, watch out squirrels do holes, uh, make holes and all kinds of critters. So these are the things, you know, you might want to go out in your yard and check what's what. And if you have um, people that you know in your family or friends that are um, that have trouble walking, take a good look again at your landscape and see where you can improve it. So I am Roberta Walker in a cast. I am Glassman. <laughs> Not in a cast. <laughs> <laughs> at this moment, we'll, we'll keep our fingers crossed. <laughs> and we are digging, digging deep. Thanks for joining us. 